This is Ananin Kaike, and welcome to Voice of the Water Lily, an exploration of our ancestral music over the last 100 years intertwined with a historical and personal perspective. We will be exploring Latin music, more specifically salsa, Latin jazz, Cuban music, and Puerto Rican music. We are going to go deep into the history, learn about the seminal artists, as well as the artists that never received recognition, and we're going to add a personal touch through memories and anecdotes. Espero que disfruten mucho, con mucho, mucho cariño. Mi gente, familia, what's up everybody? Last week, I had the greatest honor of meeting and interviewing the incredible musical genius, cultural icon, the incredible Mr. Eddie Palmieri, ahead of his recent performances at Keystone Corner in Baltimore. And words cannot effectively describe how incredibly honored I was to have the privilege of meeting him. I mean, to say I, would, I was honored would be an understatement. Um, it was like a dream come true for me, something I couldn't have imagined. And he shared so many stories and memories with me. And I mean, we talked about things like how Aristotle served as a point of reference on his albums, the importance of socially conscious music, his studies with Bob Bianco, and so, so, so much more. Um, so I am just so, so excited to present this incredible conversation. Um, but before we get into it, I just want to thank uh, a few people here. Aurora Flores, this wouldn't have happened without her. So a really big thank you to her. I also want to thank Eddie Palmieri II for making this happen. Thank you so much. And of course, I want to thank Mr. Eddie Palmieri himself um, for giving me his time and sharing his stories with me. Um, truly incredible. Now, before we get into this conversation, I'm going to play a song from his 1978 Lukumi Makumba Voodoo album. And this is a song titled Mi Congo Te Llama. And honestly, every time I hear this song, it just blows my mind again. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. There's so much I could say about it. But we're just going to listen to it. Um, it's so exciting, so dynamic. So let's get right into it. Enjoy.
So I always wanted to know, uh, where do your ideas come from? Oh, in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, usually when I'm practicing piano, mm -hmm. or in the showers when I sing, you know, I, 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 sing, I, I get an idea, mm -hmm. and then I work. The, the thing is that I, uh, I learned from a, a teacher that I had, Mr. Bob Bianco, who taught me the Schillinger system of music. <laughs> I, I was able to capture whatever I was uh, able to from the Schillinger. Schillinger mm -hmm. was a Russian mathematician, mm -hmm. and he wrote a, a, a two volumes, 12 books within two volumes, and then the masterpieces, the mathematical basis of the arts. Mm -hmm. okay. There I learned about the design of the whole. Mm. Before I, I, I go to write anything, I see the whole arrangement. Mm. I know exactly what I want to do, then I'll start to write. Mm -hmm. right? After I get the idea first, the, the extreme of an idea is the stimuli. In between there is electric magnetic for the music, mm -hmm. transformer or transmitter, mm -hmm. generator, all this is involved between the idea and the stimuli. Mm -hmm. okay. When that's all done, I see, I see it. Then I wish I just could push my belly button and all the parts come up. It doesn't happen that right, way. Right. I got I to gotta sit down and write it, but mm -hmm. I, I already know what I'm going to mm -hmm. do. Okay. And I'm sure that it's going to excite. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm sure it's going to excite because I make sure that has what they call tension and resistance. Mm -hmm. And that comes from the rhythm section. Mm -hmm. The drum gives mm -hmm. you the, the tension and resistance. Right. It happened when the Moors went into Spain. The year 1711, mm -hmm. they came playing the drums. Right. They scared everybody in Spain, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they brought in the captives. Because mm -hmm. you're a captive when they bring you out mm -hmm. of your country, you're not a slave. Mm -hmm. The whip turns you into mm -hmm. a slave. So, so they brought the captives, the Spaniards brought the captives to Havana. Mm -hmm. And there, the exchange of the, the, the Spaniard and the African mm -hmm. came the mulatto. Mm -hmm. And the mulatto put the world to dance with their drum. Yes, yes, that's where this music comes from. Because they were allowed their drum. Mm -hmm. In, the, in the, new, the new world, the United States, yeah. they were not allowed their drum. Exactly. Fear of communication and, and rebellion, okay. yes. Uh -huh. So the lament was the blues. Yeah. Then it became the classical blues. Mm -hmm. And that, that was how they sang the suffering of how mm -hmm. they had to work. In Cuba, the mulatto was allowed to build his drums. Right, right. Then they grabbed the, the, the Catholic religion mm -hmm. and they camouflaged it. That's St. Barbara became Chango. Exactly, yes. And, and then it's, it's mm -hmm. a whole wonderful story uh -huh. yes. that someday I will have to put on a, a stream in it into a, a, a wonderful documentary. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. a fascinating story. El 
africano que llega aquí al Caribe con su tambor ha puesto al mundo a bailar y para mí es el pulso de mi vida siendo el rumbero del piano y digo así yo soy el nieto de mi abuelita mamá Julia es por ella que conozco el tambor esos patrones complicados y excitantes los estimulantes para el alma y corazón en el sillón Now, I also I bought this bought this record that I always wanted to ask you about. 
Oh, um, this is okay. This yeah. is these, this is the Kumima Kumbabudu. Mm-hmm. It's the this is the religion of Santeria. Yes. Where where the mulatto? Right. It just everything that I explained is mm-hmm. in here. Yes. What I did is back here the mathematical approach mm-hmm. to the to the music. Yes. Uh, one would be a, a C. If I go one, it's C sharp. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's and, how you turn the numbers of Osain into music. And Osain, yeah, Osain is, is my yeah. favorite saint. Ah, because he's the one, the guardian of the, of in the of the monte. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and he's a padrino, the godfather of Chango. Right. So it's a whole wonderful story. This is, yes. this is the way album. Yes, and I very I, exciting. Yeah, it and is. And the drummer, Francisco Abamella. Oh, he's incredible. That was his religion. Yes, yes. So I was wondering, you list. Uh, of course, we just talked about. And then you look carefully. This is a model, mm. but when they put the coyotes on her, you can see the uh, uh, goose pimples. Yeah. If you look real close. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I just noticed that. That's incredible. That's incredible. And the back is a negrito mm-hmm. of the lady who gave me those coyotes. She was yes. Colombian. Yeah. And then I gave it to the company. Then they put the model. Mm-hmm. But you see the goose pimples on it. Wow, that's incredible. I never noticed that. Now, you list... Because you, you can't put on coyotes if you're not in the religion. Exactly, yeah. But she don't know that. But when it got the, it affected her with the goose pimples. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. I never noticed that before. You list a point, a bunch of points of reference on this album. And I see that you listed Aristotle. Ar- as a, Aristotle. Why? Because... Why was that? Because uh, Aristotle said that music has, mu- has movements. Hmm. As, as well as, as, as uh, the sound, but it has movement. And that movement that means that it goes into the laws of mechanics. Oh. See? And movement is what, what makes move. I make you move with the music. Yeah. You see? yeah. Everything yeah. that I do is rhythm with my hands. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything we do is rhythm. So Aristotle, that's one. And then they asked, on my behalf, they had an interview in Puerto Rico. And the, the, the reporter asked me, uh, one more question? And I said, of course. He goes, is it true that you're crazy? <laughs> so I thought of Aristotle. Uh-huh. Because Aristotle said that a musician is an inspired madman. Uh-huh. Quote and unquote, okay? Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So I told him, of course. You know. <laughs> the next day, anybody uh-huh. he declares himself insane in Puerto Rico. I said, <laughs> Now, who called me first? My mother. Uh-huh. My mother. Uh-huh. Edward. When she called me Edward, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to get it. Why do you say things like that? And <laughs> you know that family knows it's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what you got. <laughs> but you don't have to tell the whole world. <laughs> I <was> like, Mommy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great story. Phil Grant is the gentleman that wrote The Wonderful Wealth Machine. Mm. And I, and I studied political economy with my teacher, Bob Bianco, uh-huh. also. Right. And the wonderful wealth machine tells, tells about, uh, for example, poverty. That's, that's, that's all over the world. There's a right. reason why we have poverty. There's a reason why we can't eliminate poverty. Mm-hmm. Some interest, interest, interest groups make a lot of money under these mm-hmm. conditions. As everything goes up, wages tend to fall. Mm-hmm. And that happens constantly. It's happening right now, mm-hmm. yeah. and that can lead to revolt, you know, civil uh, yeah. uh, war. Yeah. All these things are, are possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
who else is in this? Spinoza. Spinoza is a philosopher who wrote Improvement on the Understanding. Mm. And I had to do a lot of understanding, <laughs> you know. To, so I, I, I lied on, all these are uh, mm. uh, dear to me that wow. I learned from them by mm. reading them. Okay. And Bob Bianco was the teacher. Okay. Wow, that's incredible. I also noticed on this album that there's a, like uh, certain songs where you're joining the sacred rhythms of the bata drums and stuff right. like that with more of like modern influences. We hear like electric guitar and stuff. How did that right. come about? Well, because I love, I love the drum. Mm-hmm. The drum is the pulse of my life. I started mm-hmm. at 13 playing timbal. Yes, yes. With my uncle Chino y su alma tropical. But my mother denied that either, see? Because my brother was nine years older. I mm-hmm. only have one brother, yeah. no sister. I was born nine years after because my mother thought she would never have another child. And, and surprise! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. My brother was already a, 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 uh, already working at 14 years old. He mm-hmm. was already playing with mm-hmm. orchestras. Mm-hmm. My brother was a genius on the piano. Yes. Okay? yes, absolutely. And I wanted to be his drummer. <laughs> so my grandfather told my mother, look, he's, he's getting these clothes hangers and, and hitting lamps and everything. He's ruining it. Let's get him the timbales. The yeah, yeah. So she did. But mm-hmm. this goes under now the superiority of women. <laughs> Why? Because she bought me a metal case yeah. that weighed mm-hmm. more than two pairs of timbales <laughs> to three. <laughs> and uh, now she would wait for my uncle to come with a station wagon to call me. Okay, let's go in and let's go yeah, to the yeah, gig, yeah. you know. And I'm going to go pick up the case. She goes, Edward, again. <laughs> Don't you see how beautiful your brother looks when he goes to work <laughs> and he doesn't have to carry an instrument? Where would you learn it? Well, the, <laughs> I'm learning, Mom! <laughs> uh-huh. And in two and a half years, going on three, I gave the, I made my uncle a deal, a, 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 like the godfather said, I'm going to make him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> Take the team ball as I quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I went back on the piano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and then on the song Colombia Te Canto, on this album, um, I, there's a part where you're playing with Charlie. There's a, there's a duet that you play. It's there. my brother and I. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I dedicated it to Colombia mm-hmm. because uh, uh, it was, they were very kind to me in Colombia. Mm-hmm. And they also have the, what they call, la, la, they call Cali the capital of salsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So that's what, how that came about, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Charlie accompanied me there, and it's a great recording. It is. Yeah. It's incredible. It's very incredible. exciting. Um, let's see. So, also, there's a lot of elements on the album that I guess we wouldn't see, like, that don't seem to go together. So, like, on the same song, Colombia Te Canto, there's that part where it starts as a danzón and then goes into a rumba. Right. Um, and there's, there's all these elements. How did you get them to kind of come together in such a... Oh, because way. again, uh, that's the drum is, is the pulse of my life, mm. okay? and I comprehend these rhythmical patterns very, very well. Mm-hmm. I studied them very well. I studied them from Cuba. Mm-hmm. I learned them intuitively, and then I learned them scientifically. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, we could only record two minutes and forty-five seconds. Right. Okay. Until I recorded Azuka Pati. Which is nine minutes long. It's nine and a half minutes. Nine and a half minutes, yeah. And my solo was two minutes and 45 right. seconds. Right. And in the Palladium Ballroom, mm-hmm. where we used to have a thousand people dancing Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, they would say, 
if you're planning, and I used, we used to do four sets. Mm-hmm. At the last set, I would do a sukkah. Mm-hmm. He said, if you're planning to dance a sukkah, you better wait till Eddie Palmieri finishes his piano solo, because you'll <laughs> never make it. <laughs> so they all used to wait till after the piano solo, and then they start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so basically, so... I used I'm, to look at them to me as the enemy, <laughs> the dancers. Uh-huh. It was between them and I. Uh-huh. You know, in other words, because if you didn't excite the audience and they didn't like the band, you never came back to the Palladium. Right, right. And yeah. I knew that, see? Mm-hmm. Because my brother started playing in the Palladium in 1950. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. he was with Tito Puente. Mm-hmm. And Tito Puente had what they call a conjunto. Yeah. A conjunto means... Trumpets and rhythm section. Mm-hmm. The only orchestra was Machito, yeah, and his Afro Cubans. Right, where he had the big had five, and, five saxes. Yeah, so yeah. That, and then Tito Rodriguez, yeah. who I worked with for two years mm-hmm. after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from what I understand, it's the drum that really brings it to, together. Oh, oh yeah, to yeah, me, for yes, me, it's, yeah. it's the drum. Yes, but how that, do, but knowledge of the drum mm-hmm. and knowledge of uh, and that takes years. Mm-hmm. And, and dedication mm-hmm. and I know that it works you know? mm-hmm. if it works it works you know right. What I mean? <laughs> right 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 that's that's incredible that's incredible Colombia, mira que te quiero a ti. 
Mi canto sincero al país yo le canto Porque siempre pienso en ti Alala, desde que te vi me enamoré de ti
I had is you did a lot of music like Justicia, La Libertad. Well, that came like, from the from Bob Bianco political right. economy, mm-hmm. and uh, Justicia uh, uh, after that came La Libertad. These were anti-government movements yes. because of the conditions that were happening in the street, right? Which we still had. Yes, okay? exactly. And uh, I got I had a lot of problems with that. Mm-hmm. Because the first Cubans that arrived from Cuba uh, accused me of being a communist. Yeah. So I had to go to an attorney called Bruce Wright, who became Judge Bruce Wright. And, uh, and he wrote a letter uh, that music is music and politics is politics. <laughs> and never the two should meet. But they had threatened, Alpha 66 had threatened the radio station that if you play any Palmieri's records, we're oh going to blow up the station. Oh my God. So now the company that I'm with, with a gentleman called Morris Levy, mm-hmm. he was backed up by the Genovese family oh my God. and the Colombo family, mm-hmm. the biggest mafia mm-hmm. families in the world. Mm-hmm. And when I signed my contract, he had a, 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 a well, he had a thing on the thing, you know, and it said, this is what it said, he said, Oh Lord, bring me a bastard with talent. That's how I signed my contract. <laughs> so I knew I was in for it. Mm-hmm. But that was the second company. Uh-huh. I started with Allegri. Right. Then I went with, and that was Roulette Records who had Counting Basie mm-hmm. and all that. that. That's why when I did Asuka, mm-hmm. the gentleman called Teddy Reig, mm-hmm. which is the A&R man, mm-hmm. artist and repertoire, they call that now producer. Mm-hmm. He was the manager of Count Basie's band. Uh-huh. And that's when I tell him, you know, this Asuka is not the norm because Eddie just recorded. Mm-hmm. If it wouldn't have been for him, I would have never been able to record that right. at the length. Right, you know? right, yeah. But I, could, I always thank them for that, you know. Mm. Yeah, so what I was going to ask was, what is the importance of music with consciousness? Why, what, what is the importance of doing these socially conscious songs? Well, because I was studying, you know, uh, uh, and, I, and I, I realized that what I thought I'd I didn't really realize what was going on around me. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of tension in the streets with the Black Panthers. Yeah. Then you had the Young Lords, mm-hmm. which was the Puerto Ricans yes. that took, took over the churches yes. I got married in. Yeah. I got married in uh-huh. that church, okay? And uh, the first one that got hit was one friend of mine when he came in, and he was hit by my father-in-law because he was a diamond cutter. And, and for Harry Winston, <laughs> for 40 years, and he, and he was rough and tough, you know. <laughs> and he was in the choir in uh-huh. that church. Uh-huh. And when they came to take over the church, bam! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a great story. <laughs> mm. So, oh yes, so I wanted to ask you. So many of your contemporaries have passed. Um, so many of your contemporaries, like Tito Puente, right. and, uh, you know, so many, Larry Harlow, Pacheco, so many have passed. What is it like for you to be carrying this music forward, one of the, one of the few that is still, uh, you know, carrying this music forward? Well, because they were passed away. Mm-hmm. Now I have no competition. I got rid of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> well, unfortunately... Uh, they hit hard, uh, you know, the musicians just like jazz, mm-hmm. drugs at that mm-hmm. time, you know, the cocaine, mm-hmm. it, became, it became like a social thing mm-hmm. at that time, okay? Yeah. And when you took, when you consume it so much, you know, then you get addicted, mm-hmm. and then the body, it's a, it's a whole thing, it's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. And I started being concerned of my body, yeah. 
uh, because I have fear of doctors. Mm-hmm. If I see a doctor coming at me, I'm going to run naked through the halls in the hospital. Was. That's how my father was. He made a doctor. <laughs> Help! <laughs> and, that, and because of that, since I know I, I am with doctors, mm-hmm. I haven't been to a doctor since 1989. Wow. I had to go because we were doing very hard gigs in Europe. Mm-hmm. I've done about 1,500 to 2,000 concerts. In the five continents already. Wow. And we used to do, for example, 20, engage, 20 engage, engagements mm-hmm. in 30 days in 11 countries. Wow. Figure oh that God. out. By oh. bus, by train. Oh, my God. I saw yeah. a train get on a ferry. The whole train was put on a ferry oh to go up by the North Sea going up to oh Finland. And that. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Oh my God, I can but the whole train fit oh, in there. Oh my God. Then when it gets on the other side, it gets right on the rails and it mm-hmm. keeps going. Wow. We did, all, we did all, I don't want to do that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very sad because at that time also you had Checkpoint Charlie, which meant that the, the, the East Germans, mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 were, they were hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And we had to play some engagements in East Germany. Mm-hmm. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, they come on the bus with German shepherds, oh, no. scares the daylights out oh, of you. God. And speaking in German and loud, you know, like, oh, my you went, ah! <laughs> We went oh, through all of these things, you yeah. know. And yeah. at the same time, then that brought me to do Justicia. I'll give you a great example of Justicia. Okay. They were the gentleman that was the filmmaker. And he went in with the rebels, you know, in Angola. Mm-hmm. When yeah. the Cubans were yes, fighting, yes. okay, mm-hmm. and they went into the jungle. When they went into a certain village, mm-hmm. there was a portable radio uh-huh. hanging, and they were playing Justicia. Whoa! Wow! Well, they were shooting and all of that, you know. Wow! Then, when I was in Venezuela, I met a gentleman called Francisco Luna, very elegant newspaper man, you know, mm-hmm. and I asked him. Who would be the son or the daughter of justice? Mm-hmm. And he told me, La Libertad Loico. Mm-hmm. Logically, it's got to be liberty. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wrote, La Libertad Loico. Mm-hmm. All those competitions were anti, you know, to make it, it was my presentation that I was aware mm-hmm. of what's going on, mm-hmm. which I was not aware. Mm-hmm. And, and I had the opportunity to record it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care what was going to happen to me or mm-hmm. they blackball me and they did that. Justicia tendrá justicia verá en el mundo los desafortunados con el canto del tango del tango la justicia yo reclamo justicia tendrá justicia verán el mundo y los discriminados recompensados tendrán no serán, no serán perjudicados. Si no hubiera tiranía. 
ya verán el mundo y lo que deseamos con el canto mi tango oye mi tango la justicia yo reclamo
When they gave me the opportunity to do Harlem River Drive. Right. I was just going to ask about Harlem that's, River Drive. That's yeah. when it hit the fan. Wow. Because I'm looking to do a crossover. Yeah, it was. So I asked Morris and Evie if uh-huh. I could be caught on roulette. Uh-huh. I was on Tico. That was a central yeah. city area yeah. roulette. Yeah, yeah. And he allowed it. Mm-hmm. They had Tommy, Tommy James and the Shondells and those kind of orchestra. Uh, okay. And I recorded Harlem River Drive. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to... The lyrics of one yeah. of them is Bob Bianco also. Mm-hmm. You, you know all the story how it all began. It took five days and then came man. Mm-hmm. All the land was free and so were we. No, uh, 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 no slavery to lead to poverty. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was how it's, it's all in there. It's mm-hmm. all in Harlem yeah. Drive. Okay, yes. Yes. and uh, now we get remember the first time the Cubans accused me. The, the, F, the CIA with the, with the Mozambique. Mozambique. Yeah. Mama Conga is Mozambique. Yeah. And I'm talking to Morris Levy. Right. And I explained to him, Mr. Levy, it's like the Conga. Mozambique. And I'm saying to myself, Eddie, you got him. You got him. You know? mm-hmm. When I finished, Mr. Levy looked at me and said, oh, Palmieri, don't record that shit for me anymore, okay? <laughs> now, I do Hollow River Drive, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for a crossover. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my, this is it. And you know who my fans are? The Weathermen. The Weathermen are the anti-government movement really? in the United States. The CIA and the FBI raided them, and in all their cars, they had Harlem River Drive, <laughs> and now they come to see Morris Levy again. Holy Christ, and I got to go see him. And now this is on me. Oh Mr. Palmieri, what did you record this time? All of it was dry. You told me I could. You told me I could do it. Yeah, Mr. Palmieri, listen, be careful, Mr. Palmieri. I don't need the CIA and the FBI to come to see me for something that I didn't do. <laughs> Is that clear, Mr. Palmieri? Oh I said, clear the bell, you know, clear the bell, boss. The next album, Mozambique. <laughs> It was oh, all, that all that's when you see the cover with the man, mm-hmm. just, and, just Mozambique, and I, like, I was a rebel in, in those years mm-hmm. with the record company because I know that they stole, they stole, they stole very well. Mm-hmm. Then the gentleman called Robert Tyler mm-hmm. that wrote about musicians, you know. Musicians are just it's like a long plastic hall. It's a book he wrote. Mm-hmm. Robert Tyler, I think is it, where thieves, Gangsters and hoodlums, pimps, shoot munitions down like dirty dogs. Mm. Yeah. There's also a negative side. So you see what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. all of those things I went through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I got blackballed because yeah. uh, I had problems with the government taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because to me, taxes are, are the legalized form of robbery. Yeah. <laughs> It's right. the, legal, the most legalized form of robbery ever devised by men. So we, you don't need the chains to be right. called slaves. We're economical slaves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
nobody has the right to take from what you earn through your labor. Mm -hmm. And they should take it on taxes. Mm -hmm. So that was another story. Right, right. I'm a pretty complicated guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, there's so many stories. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> but they're true. <laughs> well, yeah, he's right. This is incredible. It needs to be in a book.
does your brother Charlie? Do, do you still see? Does he still influence you to this day? Well, of course, he passed away at, at sixty. He mm-hmm. passed away in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, six years young. It's mm-hmm. hard, you know. Yeah. But he, I always say, my brother was the pianist. I'm the piano player. Mm-hmm. That's my respect to him. Yeah. And this weekend at at uh, and we'll be playing here at. Yeah. Uh, Keystone Corner. At Keystone Corner, mm-hmm. I dedicated the weekend to play for oh, my brother. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful, yeah. He was my first inspiration, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I couldn't have a better brother ever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I go see him in the cemetery, in the Bronx, I bring him flowers. Mm-hmm. Then I come with a bottle of Hennessy <laughs> and pour it on the, <laughs> the stone. Uh, him and Ray Santos, uh-huh. who did the work of Belus Mayol. Mm-hmm. That yeah. album was dedicated to my yes. wife, okay? Yes. I also poured the, the, horse, the uh, brandy on there because they were drinking parties. <laughs> but Ray lived till 92. Yeah. And my brother died at 60. Yeah. yeah. Ray Santos told me the story that when in Puerto Rico, when the salsa was very hot, mm-hmm. Fania, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I never was with Fania. I no. died with Fania at 1980 when they were come down here. On the way down, yeah. But I opened up the first uh, Latin, the, the first time they did the, 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 the uh, Fania All Stars. In 1964, in a place called the Red Garden. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, Ray Santos, he went. He moved to Puerto Rico because there was a lot of a lot of work happening. Yeah. There, a lot of bands, and so he had his office doing arrangements. Mm-hmm. And then my brother was living there at that time because he was working better in Puerto Rico than in New York. Mm-hmm. And Ray Santos, somebody he's writing, you know. Then he sees his door open, and then he sees the hand with a drink. <laughs> And that was my brother. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Ray, the next thing you know, they close the shop. And they go to a come vete. That's when right there with the sandwiches, uh-huh. Cuban sandwiches, the uh-huh. whiskey, and they got blasted. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, so another question I had was, what do you think of what's going on with the music today? What, what's your it's view It's a disaster. Yeah. Our genre. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah. What we have now is... Uh, a total disaster, you know. Uh, they have no. Uh, when I record, I never change my form of recording, mm-hmm. so it's the language, my musical language, yeah. is not comprehended, mm-hmm. you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. Very sad. It is. And what we had after the salsa sensual, salsa oh. romantica, you know, I did is what I said about that. If you're gonna go see one of those orchestras, you know, with, with, your, with your lady or your partner, you know, take two small pillows with you. Because while you're dancing on the dance floor, you're gonna fall asleep. <laughs> exactly, it's so boring. And yeah. then, and then the music today is all because the sounds it, the same. It, there's no, there's no tension and resistance. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's no piano solos. Mm-hmm. There's no bass solos. Mm-hmm. There's no conga solos. No. There's no timbal solos. Mm-hmm. There's no. Uh, nobody takes a solo except no. a young singer singing Who is and even, and, like, and, and a bland. Arrangement, yeah, and it's just—it's all so boring. And then they, they could just loop the rhythm because the rhythm, yeah. just, yeah. just the company, mm-hmm. the rhythm in a second, a secondary position. Yeah, exactly. Within the competition, must be brought up to the first position, mm-hmm. and you got to know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So then you just start getting the excitement, right? Right, exactly. It starts to build. It right. swells, right. you know. Right, right, right. They don't have to comprehend mm-hmm. that, so mm-hmm. we have a disaster, my darling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is really unfortunate what's happening. Yeah, very sad. And, yeah. Then, and, and then there's no more clubs, there's no more no. big dances. So it was my wife that gave me, before she passed away, that, uh, Eddie, you know, 
the way you play and what you play is non-existing anymore. And so if you could do Latin jazz, mm -hmm. do it. And because of her, I did those 2,500 concerts, 15 to 2,000 mm. concerts in Europe wow. playing Latin jazz. Mm. And I kept, I was able to make a living. Yeah. Because I'm not considered a Latin man. Mm. Because I, you know, the, the Farnia, they were traveling, the they went all over with, with, with Celia Cruz yeah, yeah. and Johnny Pacheco mm -hmm. and all of that, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're all talented and forget about yeah, her. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, uh, Celia Cruz was like uh, uh, the greatest. She was. You know, she was the greatest. Mm -hmm. She was. And she started with La Sonora Matancera in yes. Cuba. Yes. And that was my favorite uh, orchestra because, mm -hmm. not my favorite orchestra, but one of my favorite orchestras because the pianist was Nino Fria. Yes, he was incredible. And he had two sayings. Mm -hmm. My favorite was, you live in my heart and pay no rent. <laughs> and the other one was, a hemorrhage of satisfaction in seeing you. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, he lost a leg, you know. Mm -hmm. And then he... They told him, you know, that with the, the one he uses for the pedal, mm -hmm. and my friend Randy Lopez recorded them, and he goes, you know, the, about the pedal, he goes, oh, I never used it anyway. <laughs> but he was a great pianist. Mm -hmm. Then there was my favorite pianist in Cuba called Lili Martini. He played with Chapotin. Cha yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yes. You did your homework there. Yes. And then the one in La Charanga was... Jesus Lopez mm -hmm. with Cachao. Yes. That started in 1937, 38, you know. Unbelievable. And that's, that's when, and I learned all those orchestras when I joined Vicentico Valdez. Mm -hmm. Vicentico Valdez was the singer for Tito Puente when my brother yes. was with the band. Yes. yes. And Mongo Santa Maria was the conga player. Mm -hmm. That was the conjunto. Mm -hmm. And uh, Vicentico then leaves Tiro Puente, mm -hmm. goes to Cuba, records with La Sonora Matancera. Oh, that's when he recorded with them. We're called so Yo went, No Se Guapo. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and Los Arete. You yes, know, okay. all those classic songs. Then he makes his own conjunto. Mm -hmm. The pianist is a gentleman called Ray Cohen. Mm -hmm. And he leaves for Puerto Rico after two years. My brother recommends me. Oh, and I go wow. in with, I start with Vicentico so about this you, yeah. after I was with a band called Johnny Segui, mm -hmm. which I got fired because the artist said that I hit the piano too hard. <laughs> and the other pianist was called Pancho Rompetecla. Oh my Pancho God. the keyboard breaker, they fired me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so, but the best thing that happened was that because yeah. then Vicentico, mm -hmm. and then my first solo that I took with Vicentico mm -hmm. about this, he came to the piano and he said, Eddie. You sounded like a, like a Nickelodeon. <laughs> no direction known. I don't know how I would do that. In my solo. Wow. And because of Manny Oquendo, mm -hmm. who played with La Perfecta later, okay, he was the bogocero for Tiro Puente. He, mm -hmm. he left Tiro to go with Vicentico to mm -hmm. Santa Conjunto. Mm -hmm. That night, him and the drummer, there was a place called La Giralda, mm -hmm. on Prospect Avenue in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. We all lived in the Bronx, you know. And the Palladium was on 52nd Street, mm -hmm. across the, the uh, Solomon Theater, with a two-story building. It was a, a Alma's dance studio, a two floors, you know. And they used to do a, a 
in the time of the war, five cents a dance, ten cents a dance mm. with the soldiers and that kind right. of thing at that time. So then uh, uh, Mr. Hyman buys it. Oh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Hyman, mm-hmm. it was at the real, t- uh, in the garment center. Mm-hmm. His wife was uh, uh, an heir to the oldest elevators, so they had money. <laughs> and now they opened up the Palladium. Right. Then the promoter called Federico Pagani. Yeah, Federico Pagani, okay. yes. He was a main. Yes. He, was, he, he was the one that used to have all the dancers in, in Harlem. We were not allowed to play in, Man- in Manhattan uh-huh. because they, it was uh, the racism. Yeah. Okay? Right. So we had to get, with the, the, with the, with the racist situation, to get the cabaret card. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the police station, give them my fingerprints, because if I didn't have the card, I couldn't work the Palladium. Oh, wow. And nobody could work any club in, 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 in New York. Mm. And if you have problems with that, they won't give you the card. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of the jazz musicians took off for Europe, mm-hmm. mostly to France. Yeah, okay. Because France opens up right. arms right. and they went mm-hmm. there. Dexter Gordon, uh, and, uh, so many went out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so in the Palladium, then eventually, uh, uh, after it, it closed in 1966, I closed it. <laughs> I closed right, it. The last I, was, band I was the there, last yeah. man with orchestra. Uh, get the Broadway, oh, Charanga wow. Broadway, yeah. And we closed it at that 60s, they were the lost, mm-hmm. and we missed it dearly, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, the happening. It used to be Wednesdays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wednesdays was the Mambo show. Mm. They had the young couples, they put numbers on their back, mm-hmm. and whoever won, they got a $50 prize, 25 each, you know. Mm-hmm. Then came the, the, the professional dancers, mm-hmm. like Ogie and Margo, the Bombo Aces yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the audience, you had Marlon Brando, Kim Novak, on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Fridays, all the gangsters and their ladies <laughs> took the whole corner there oh and, 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 and had the tables, okay? Uh-huh. Then Saturday, it was a blue collar worker, like the Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. you know, at that time mostly. And then Sunday, black. Mm. It was amazing, wow. the Palladium Ballroom. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I also wanted to know, in the time that you've been a musician, the decades uh, that you've been a musician, what are the changes that you've seen the music undergo and everything? Well, it's only gotten worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm out in mm-hmm. Because it started, the height of our music was in the 50s. Yeah. The height, you know, mm-hmm. the, the world was dancing mambo. Yes. But that came from Cuba. Yeah. In 1959, the umbilical cord of information is cut. Yes. And now, Boogaloo comes we get in. Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is, that's like a, the, the green giant, giant step backwards. <laughs> it was a disaster. It was, uh, harmonically, was like, a, I don't know, one harmony. <laughs> just one thing one, over and, and over. And the reason it was in English, yeah. singing in English, mm-hmm. and the kids, you, you know, you can't find it. And I did one called, I can't recall, was, was in, Right. There's a friend of mine called Benny Bonilla mm-hmm. in a conference of Boogaloo, mm-hmm. and he said, and he was working with Pete Rodriguez. Yeah. Who did I like it like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the drummer, mm-hmm. but, but Benny and I worked together earlier, earlier, mm-hmm. and this is what he told the conference. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something. The greatest Latin jazz, I mean, the greatest Boogaloo ever written was written by Eddie Palmieri, <laughs> and he hated it. <laughs> Imagine if he would have loved it. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I can't yeah. recall. Yeah, you get a chance to hear that. No, I have. I've heard it. Oh, yeah, I've heard uh, it many times. Uh, it's on the champagne uh, album. Uh, yeah, try. Yes, and wow, well, you, you something. You're very. I, I congratulate you. Thank you. 
Very good, very good. Yeah, you got to build your mind. <laughs> you got to, you got to have a wonderful career. Oh, we're getting back to the Manio Kendo. Yeah. To that, to that restaurant. So we got to that restaurant that, that night, and that was that. that Richard Tickle told me something like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. And he told me, uh, and he said, well, you know, he took like, really, let me know what you think of this." <laughs> and he puts five cents in the jukebox. And they play Me Voy Contigo de mm, Chapotín. De oh. Chapotín, yes, yes. Tú me preguntas si es que yo te quiero con toda oh, mi fuerza en mi corazón. Oh, oh man, yeah, I yeah. went, mm-hmm. Me Voy Contigo. I went nuts. Yeah. The next day, he brings me 2578 of the different bands wow. in Cuba. And I studied them. The needle went to side B. I wore so much, I wore them out so much, you know. <laughs> And that was my, that's, that was my, how I learned it intuitively, mm-hmm. that in two minutes and 45 seconds, how could they excite me? They put me? so much in that. It, yeah, like, but, it's no, so because exciting. they had the right mm-hmm. structure. Yeah, exactly. In the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the Greek book called Philosophy of the Greeks, you know, Arist, uh, Aristotle, mm-hmm. Socrates, uh, uh, Plato, and, 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 uh, and Aristotle. Mm-hmm. And it, it is the part that says, if the mode fits the structure, then it's the structure that we must analyze. Mm. And I studied the structure of Latin dance music. Mm. And then I learned it scientifically mm-hmm. when I went with Bob Bianco mm-hmm. and Intention of Resistance, which I got from Schillinger, and I put it all together and I became a monster. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I love humor. <laughs> I love to laugh. It's been a wonderful day to meet you. Thank you. It's it's the greatest honor to meet you, honestly. This is Thank like you. like a dream come true. I mean, I never I never would have imagined this. Well, is, you got it. What else do you need there? Um, I always wondered, Imael Quintana sang oh, with you for many years. What was he like? He was oh, he was wonderful. Mm. He was they, they call him in Spanish, un alma de dios. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he uh, worked all his life. You know, he worked for a dental firm and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. And when I met him. I saw him in a, in an uh, I saw him when I went doing yeah. an interview. Yeah, an interview. Not yeah. an interview. He was doing like a, 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 a. I had a friend called Orlando Marin, mm-hmm. who's very ill now, mm-hmm. and uh, he was doing hair problems with a singer called Mandin. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So he had auditions, mm-hmm. and I I was already playing with Vicentico Valdez. Right. You know, and I went to the audition. And Ismael Itana was one of them. Mm-hmm. He never hired Ismael because <laughs> he got together with Madiga again. But right. I never forgot Ismael, mm. you know, looking that. And I said, the day I make a band, I'm going to find this guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his name. Right. And I found him. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't know anything that I knew. And I didn't know anything <laughs> that he knew. So we started. Right. right, right. And he helped me. He wrote right, with he me. Wrote, yeah. And, and I love him very, very much. Mm-hmm. He died, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, very, you know, he had a, he didn't drink, didn't smoke, mm-hmm. didn't anything, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he had a, a, a quadruple a bypass. Yeah. And after that, he got a stroke. But he was, he was a great bandstand he warrior. Was. And then we had Barry Rogers. Oh, yes, Barry that Rogers. Barry Rogers yeah. was, uh, was just unique. Him, he was Jose so Rodriguez. Jose Rodriguez was Brazilian, mm-hmm. and Barry found him in a recording. Oh, wow. And then they, the two of them, they, they made history. No one mm-hmm. could do what those two. Yeah. Wow, what a great conversation. 
So I just wanted to say that one thing that Mr. Palmieri said that I keep thinking about that keeps coming to mind is when he told me, remember that our music is the most exciting and complex. It's the one that puts you to dance, not to sleep. I think that truly exemplifies what our beautiful Latin music is. I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I enjoyed uh, interviewing Mr. Palmieri. What, uh, what, meant mo what meant the most to me, though, was his kind words of encouragement. It was an experience that will live in my heart forever, something I will always remember. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, until next time, con mucho, mucho cariño. Ciao. I'm going to leave you here with mi mambo conga. Enjoy. <laughs>